Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the Dr. Donna Podcast, here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Innovative, evidence-based recovery that helps to identify intergenerational trauma, allowing for freedom and embracement of the healing process. Today, episode 111, The Upside of Aging. And now your host, Dr. Donna Bevanley. And this is Dr. Donna. Welcome to my podcast, I've been talking about life on life's terms. That's always a very interesting conversation. And probably because of this podcast and because I talk, you know, I now can talk to many people besides my client um, about these issues. I can get um, a lot of requests, a lot of conversation, a lot of uh, different ideas. And one of the requests that um, has been made is, would you please talk about aging in a more positive way? Well, I laughed and laughed. (laughs) And I'm laughing a little bit now. Um, But, you know, I think that there was something to be said about that. And that's what I'm going to say today, that, you know, aging is not all negative, not all painful, not all difficult. It is all those things, but there is more to it. And uh, this person wanted me to talk about some of those positive aspects. And when I was asked about that, I said, okay, well, tell me one. And this was from a young, way younger person, somebody who, who I could have like been a mother <laughs> Too, so way younger. Um, and, you know, she looked kind of like horrified that I even asked. It's like, well, tell me a few things. And then we both started laughing and we laughed a lot about that. But then, you know, I said, well, okay, let me give it a shot. So I'm going to give it a shot today. One of the positive aspects of aging is that if you are say at least you know now I know there's a few people who are do not fit in this category like our president 
<laughs> of the United States. But um, if you're over the age of, say, 70, you're probably not working five days a week, six days a week, seven days a week. Um, you probably either retired or semi-retired. Because if nothing else, you know, let's say you're a firefighter, your body is not going to let you keep doing that forever. Or let's say you, you know, are any kind of profession. There are other people who are younger, have more ideas, who are better, you know, able-bodied. They're coming up behind you and so you are saying, well, you know, maybe I'll retire. Maybe I'll work part-time like I do <clears throat> because I actually loved my job. And I also needed a break. And uh, semi-retirement looked good. In fact, retirement looked good. But I've mentioned before, but I retired on February 28th, 2000, uh, 2000 and uh if any of you look that date up, you'll see that that was the first first death of COVID that was that we knew of in the country, and that was not the best day to retire because before you knew it, I was out of retirement, back working. Now, I do have limitations. I only work one or you know at the most two days a week, um, and I do this, and I also uh, managed to. Uh, do my audio book. These are all positive things about retirements, by the way. And is that I was able to, uh, be the voice behind my audio book, uh, Iron Legacy. And, um, it's now on Amazon, Spotify. You know, there, there are other platforms too that I can't remember right offhand, but. Um, so I was able to do that. If I was working full time, I could not have done that. I would have had to wait until I wasn't working that many hours because most of you probably haven't, uh, been voiced behind your own audiobook. It is a very long and tedious process. So. You know, for those of you who are waiting for the audiobook to come out so you could read about childhood trauma, Iron Legacy, Childhood Drama and Adult Transformation is now out on audiobook. Um, so that was one thing that was positive. You know, something that was important to me, writing the book became really important to me. Having an audio version became really important to me. And because I wasn't working as much, in fact, I was pretty much retired when all this happened, but I'm now semi-retired, it's that I had time. And one of that is one of the things about getting old and, you know, aging is that you do have more time in your day. Now, some of my older friends say, well, yeah, that's great that you have more time in your day, but you have less time on the planet to do those things. Yeah, that's true. But if you think about, which I do, think about, um, okay, so I have less time on the planet, probably 
you know, the things I like to do, which is part of aging, by the way, is that you probably have more time to do the things that bring you a lot of joy and bring you some happiness. Um, or, you know, like hobbies. I can't, you know, I, my thing is being out in nature and being out in nature to me means that I'm outside walking in the desert, walking in the mountains or hiking or snowshoeing up in the mountains. In fact, I just had a beautiful snowshoe yesterday up in the mountains. There was plenty of snow. We have a lot of snow out here in the West in the mountains right now. And so, you know, I hiked up, snowshoed up to this lake in the mountains and it was just stunning. Wore me out. It wore me out and I'm strong. So, you know, but that's what I love. And I can do that on a Tuesday. Now, you know, I worked for myself. I was I was self-employed for almost my entire professional life. I opened my private practice in 1981 and didn't look back. So most of my professional life, I was my own boss. However, I found out I knew. I don't know how I knew. I think it was because my father, he always, you know, he and my mother wanted a cattle ranch. And they worked very hard. They didn't expect people to give it to them. They worked very hard and they got their own cattle ranch. And that meant that they worked every single day from sunset to sundown. And sometimes even after that, I'll go off on a little tangent here. I remember when I was living on the ranch and being a school teacher, um, that I helped my father on the ranch. And one night we stayed up all night because one of his bulls got pneumonia in the middle of the winter out on our ranch where it was about 20 below. And so dad and I were up all night trying to keep that bull alive. And I don't need to go into all the things that we had to do to keep that bull alive. But my point is, is that You know, it's like, we didn't get a four-day work week. (laughs) We didn't get a vacation time from that that was just built in. We didn't get a raise. You know, what we got is that we got to work and do something that we loved. So I loved being a therapist. I, it was very... Wonderful. It was deeply satisfying. And I still get emails and cards from people that I worked with over the years. Um, fortunately for me saying, thank you. It meant a lot to me. You changed my life. Those things. I know that if their life changed, it was all their doing. I was just guiding and directing along the way, kicking a little butt once in a while, but you know. Anyway, so that was really satisfying work. Kind of like my mom and dad and their ranch. I loved it. I worked hard. I had my own business, just like them. And what I know about that is that even if you have your own business, you got to get up and show up every day 
or you won't have your business very long. Okay. Unless, of course, you're like a CEO of a major company or something. It's like you can pretty much do what you want, but this isn't that. Okay. There is that 1% where I'm not talking to that. What I'm talking about is if you're going to be responsible for your own professional life, that, yeah, you, you take some trips, but I never really took a real vacation, like more than a week or a long weekend, um, until my son was in his teens. And you now, if you raise kids, you're not, you, you know, I hope you're not taking them out during school to go to Disneyland or something. But, um, these are all things that, I believe are responsible. This is what responsible people do. They go to work. They give it their best. They, you know, take time off when they need it. And I don't mean need it because they need to go home and play video games or they need to stay home and, you know, figure out ways to take over the country or whatever. I'm talking about, okay, let's do things like hobbies. Like things that make us, give us joy. And those are the things that as you age, you have more time to do. You don't have to actually carve out time. You know, it's, my schedule has changed. Because I love being in the mountains and the desert so much outside. That I'm doing that on Monday, Tuesday. Wednesdays that I don't take this show, uh, Thursdays, Saturday morning, sometimes Sunday morning, sometimes. Now, it's true. I have to do work on my upper body. These are all things that people who age get. If you don't use it, you will lose it. Now I hear younger people and I said it myself when I was younger. Lose it, use it, or lose it. Well, I'm here now. Now, here's the deal. It's like exercise is something that makes you feel better. I really like feeling strong. You know, I really like the fact that I fell. I don't like the fact that I fell down, but I will tell you this is that I was you know, visiting my son who has a little child, my little grandson, and I was going to jump on his little trampoline with him because I can, because I'm small. Um, and it's a trampoline with a big net over it, but it's small. And you have to crawl in through this little doorway thing. And as I was doing that, I banged my head. It's not really banged my head. I hit my head against the top of the zippered door. And I guess I was going at a fairly decent speed and doing, bounced me back. I fell on my arm. I, you know, like a normal thing. If you're, if you're falling backwards, you put your arms out. Well, I did that. And boy, oh boy, I thought I was going to pass out from the pain. It was very painful. And then when I put my arm in that kind of, I think I talked about this, in that kind of position, like scooching up in bed or something is same thing for a couple of days. And then it went away. 
And I thought, okay, that doesn't seem normal. So when I got back home, I went to the doctor who did, you know, MRI, x-ray, the whole bit. And he said, she said, there is nothing wrong with your shoulder. Uh, there's a bruise, big bruise, but your bones, your tendons, everything is fine. It's in shape. That's why you can move. That's why it doesn't hurt anymore. And here's what she said. She said, you are, you actually have muscle. You have muscle in your shoulders. You have muscle in your body. And she said, that's what stopped you from getting a horrible um, injury. She said she's seen people who are way younger, like in their 30s, who aren't, who don't have muscle there because they're not doing anything to get muscle. You can't just get muscle, by the way. You have to work out a little bit. And they have, you know, they have rotator cuffs smashed. <laughs> they have, you know, and I had rotator cuffs, so I know what that's like. Um, she said they, they have all kinds of terrible injuries that don't fall like that, but I had none. So a positive aspect of getting older is that you can do those things you know are going to, you know, help you live a more healthful, healthful life, like exercising. I include my upper body workouts at least three to four times a week. And then, you know, at least four times a week, sometimes more, I'm out in the mountains or the desert going on. At this point, if I'm up in the mountains, I'm snowshoeing. Or if I'm in the desert, I'm going on hikes. And so my lower body and my upper body gets workouts. And guess what? That does. Because I have the time to do it. I can pretty much do whatever I want and I don't have to be afraid that I'm going to hurt myself. Although I will tell you this, you also have to think about what am I doing? Where's that foot stepping? What am I doing here to lift this thing? And that's fine because I'm rarely in a hurry. I mean, when I get up and I know it's a hiking day, I'm in a hurry to get up there, but you know, not in a way where I have you know, a kid to handle and I got breakfast for a family or whatever. I get that. I lived that. Now I don't have to live that anymore. You know, another uh positive about getting older is that if you've had children, you might have grandchildren right now. And if you have grandchildren, it goes without saying that that is a source of joy. Most of us don't have grandchildren when we're in our mid-30s. Now, some do. My mother did. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm just saying, if you happen to have, if you happen to be older and you have grandchildren or great-grandchildren, the joy of being with those children can be a source of happiness that just goes on and on. You know, even even if, you know, you're not their favorite person at the moment, like I'm not, <laughs> Deb is, <laughs> my wife, she is the favorite of my grandson right now. And, you know, little 
kids uh, who haven't been socialized yet. They just know what they like. And they like her better than me. And I, he likes her a little better than me. And I think the reason for that is that she's a little soft around the edges. Yeah, I spent 50 years dealing with addicts. I'm not that soft around the edges. I say what I mean. And I ha- I'm learning now. I have to, I don't say mean things to my grandson. I'm not even, you know, I'm not even like forceful or anything. But she's a lot softer on the edges than me. I get that. But the fact that I can see him whenever I want, I mean, he has a life too. But if, say, I decide, I think I want to go visit my grandson, I can just do that. And here's the deal. I do most of my life that I'm talking about during the week. Because during the week, everyone else is working or they're in school. And, you know, those places that I like to go aren't overwhelmed with people. In fact, you know, yesterday, snowshoeing in the most, some of the most beautiful country I know of, I saw, let's see, there was a group of four men who were uh, trying to get sometimes, you know, when there's that much snow, trees break. Or limbs break. And so they were going through and getting those limbs and trees off the trail, which I appreciate because, you know, it's hard enough snowshoeing. But if you have to go up more and down and breaking trail the whole way, you sink. And even with snowshoes on, with that much snow, you just sink. And so I saw them and I saw two women. That was it. For seven and some odd miles, I saw six people. And the whole rest of the time, I just got to be in nature for myself. I got to listen. I got to notice. That's one of the things I enjoy a lot about getting older. I have time to do the things that bring me joy. Now. There are a couple of shows on TV that I like to watch. I can watch those because I don't have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. So, you know, I could watch a a show at nine (laughs) o'clock. I used to be in bed asleep by nine o'clock because I had got up at four o'clock in the morning. So I could walk to work, but I don't have to do that now. And that brings me joy. In fact, if I want to sleep a little bit past you know, or roll over and just lay there for a little while while I take it all in, I can do that. That's joyful. And, you know, I I would just say that time to do the things that bring me joy and that allows me to do the things that I need to do so that I can do those things that bring me joy it's like, uh, that is a gift. Now, you know, I know people who don't take advantage of that. And it's, you know, it's not a pretty sight. And I know that someday I might not be able to do all the things that I do now. My guess is that I won't. <laughs> 
Um, I always used to say, and I'm not, you know, I hope I don't jinx myself here, but I always used to say, when I die, I'd like it to be in the mountains where I'm doing the thing I love the most. And uh, now I realize that because of the amount of time that I spend in the mountains, that could happen. <laughs> because, we're, because I know that, that that I too have um, an expiration date. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, okay, well, I know that I just want it to be fast. I don't want it to be, oh, she fell off a 50-foot cliff and laid there five days. No, thank you. I don't think I want that. But the fact that I have time to get to do those things, to create new adventures for myself, to travel now that the the pandemic has eased up a little bit or, you know, or like myself, I've been vaxxed to the max for all of this. And I also wear a mask whenever I'm with, you know, large groups of people like in a store or I went to a restaurant twice now in the last month. And, you know, so I was a little nervous, but I figured, well, you know, I, I think most everybody that I'm in interacting with, um, if they're here, they're probably okay. I don't know if that's, you know, false hope, but anyway, um, but I get to travel and I get to travel pretty much whenever I want. And that brings me joy because I've traveled um, before I retired, after my son was launched. Because while he was in school, um, I was paying tuition and all that other kind of stuff. And uh, tuition, room board, you know. Um, and, and, you know, I was, of course, taking care of my retirement money-wise. That's the other thing, is that if you ever think you're not going to work again, you better think about how you're going to support yourself. And I did that. So, you know, I didn't get a lot of time to travel. But once he was launched, I had some time and I had some funds. And so I was able to travel. Like I traveled to Africa and it was one of the most wonderful experiences of my life. I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro and, uh, you know, went on a safari in the Serengeti, which was, which was amazing because it was right during, uh, you know, the migration and it was just like Lion King. It was great. There were so many animals. I couldn't believe it. And our tour guide said, there are over a million animals right now. And there were. You know, I'd look out and there'd be, you know, a giraffe standing there and impalas and zebras and you name it. We saw it was just like Lion King. I think that's kind of where they must have had that idea. But anyway, so that was wonderful. Got to go to a Maasai wedding. Uh, you know, I could go on about my adventures in Africa, but I was there for three weeks. I'd never not worked for three weeks in my life. But there I was. It was great. And it's because I was older. And it's because I worked hard. 
And it's because, you know, I launched my child. That's why I could do it. It wasn't because I deserved it or I was entitled to it. All right. I also went to Paris. I also went on a few river cruises over there. Um, you know, having time is wonderful. And even if you only, so I re, semi retired when I was 70. Um, semi retired. So I get to choose how I work. And even though if I live to be a hundred, I have 30 years left. Well, not quite. So 27 years left. That's a lot of time to do the things I love, to keep my body strong, hopefully my mind aware, to see the people I love, to spend time with them, and to be in nature. And that, my friends, that is the most positive aspect of aging. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Donna podcast here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com support. The Dr. Donna Podcast is copyright 2023, Dr. Donna Bevanly, all rights reserved. Our theme music is composed by Dave Croft and used with permission. The Experience of the Soul Podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.